Hey guys, this is Courtney of Best You Nutrition, and you are listening to the BYN podcast. Hey guys, so for this second episode, I thought it would be a good idea to talk a little bit about what are macronutrients. I'll probably be using the term macros or macronutrients quite a bit um, in conversation, and this is a pretty simple place to start. It's the base of a lot of our methods and how we program at Best You Nutrition, so it will be a good kind of baseline for all of us, and even some of my current clients will maybe learn a few things about the macros that they have been tracking that they didn't already know yet. Um, So to start off, the macronutrients are basically the calories that make up our food. So when you turn over a piece of food that has a nutrition label and you see like the protein, carb, and fat content, those are what make up the total calories for that item. So protein counts as four calories per gram, carbohydrates as four calories per gram, and fats are a little bit more caloric. Um, so they are nine calories per gram. So some foods compromise like primarily one macronutrient. So for example, like a piece of chicken has 26 grams of protein, a gram of fat and no carbs. Whereas something like a protein bar would have seven grams of fat, 20 grams of carbs and 25 grams of protein, just as an example. So each macronutrient has its own unique function, and that's why it can be so beneficial and important to figure out what balance of those macronutrients is going to work best for you. So a lot of people do really well on like 40% carbs, 30% protein, 30% fat. So that means 30% of your daily calories would come from protein, 30% would come from fat, and 40% would come from carbohydrates. So obviously that's super unique to everybody. That's just kind of a general example and something that people tend to do well on as an average, but everyone's breakdown is um, unique and based off of things like their activity level, their age, um, you know, whether they're male or female, what they're doing during the day. Are they sitting at a desk or are they working a physical labor job? So all sorts of things like that go into determining what someone's actual individual macro breakdown is. This is just going to be kind of a general overview of, you know, protein, carbs, and fat and kind of what they do within the body and why it's important to have a good balance of the three. And just a quick note before I kind of briefly go over protein, carb, and fat, I think that it's important to give a little bit of background about like, if you were to track your macros, kind of what does that look like and how does that work? There are a lot of macro tracking apps out there. So things like MyFitnessPal is a popular one. That's the one that my clients use. Uh, chronometer is another one. I think there's one called My Macros Plus. So <clears throat> you would download something like that and definitely having a food scale makes things easy because you know the exact amount of 
whatever it is that you're eating. Um, so you would, you know, say you're going to have some ground turkey. You would put your ground turkey on the food scale, four ounces. Four ounces is normally like eight grams of fat and 24 grams of protein, give or take. So that would take away from your overall total for the day. So let's say you had um, a macro breakdown of 200 carbs, 130 protein, and 60 grams of fat. It would take away eight grams of fat and 24 grams of protein from your daily total. And then the remaining number would be what you have left um, to still eat within the day. So that's kind of how tracking works just in a very simple overview, but I thought that would be helpful to kind of give some background into that as well. So the first and in my opinion, the most important macronutrient that we can take in is protein. So some of the functions of protein are building and repairing muscle, um, growth and maintenance of tissues. Some proteins function as hormones, which you don't know hormones are like chemical messengers so they um, aid in communication between cells within your body um, they provide structure so most of us have probably seen people taking collagen it's kind of become like trendy um, in the past few years I think so that would be an example that's like a structural protein of your bones and your tendons um, and like your skin um, protein also helps us form antibodies to fight off infection. They transport and store nutrients. Um, and they also just help keep us like full and satiated, which is why, especially if you're someone who is trying to lose weight, um, protein can become very important because it helps us stay feeling full and like we're satisfied, um, with what we're eating when we're in the middle of like maybe cutting back on some calories. Um, and I do find that most people are under eating protein. I think a lot of that can come from like marketing too. I see a lot in grocery stores, I'll pick something up and the label will say like protein pancakes or like this cliff bar has a lot of protein in it when really a majority of the calories are coming from carbs and fat and they're just like is protein in there. So for example, the label will say that it has protein in it and it has maybe eight grams of protein and, you know, 40 carbs. So is it really a protein source or is it a carb source? Um, but that's kind of where that food industry will get you. So definitely your best sources of protein typically come from, you know, more natural things, animal proteins, beans, legumes, um, you know, fish, eggs, those sort of things tend to be the most high in protein. And obviously things like whey protein or a plant-based protein powder have um, a decent amount of protein in them. So kind of the reason why it is so important that we have this um, good balance of protein and a good source of protein coming in, our body is always breaking down and rebuilding new proteins and we don't have the ability to store them in the same way that we do carbs and fats. So it's pretty essential to keep this process of protein turnover something that, you know, is always happening and that way we can always have adequate amounts of protein. I totally get to like protein is definitely not the most fun 
thing that we get to eat during the day. Some people do, you know, tend to crave meat or like those sorts of things. I personally, like, I totally understand how that can be the hardest macronutrient for most people to um, hit during the day. I don't necessarily come home when I'm hungry and think like, wow, I could really go for, you know, a chicken breast. Most of the time you want to come home and eat those like snacky type things. Um, so definitely filtering protein throughout the day so that you never get stuck in that situation where you have to, you know, catch up on a ton of protein late at night. Um, a good place to start if you haven't been eating a lot of protein or you feel like you maybe need to incorporate more into your diet would be to just make sure that, you know, breakfast, lunch, and dinner all have a good source of protein coming in. So switching gears here, I will talk about carbohydrates. This is everybody's favorite for the most part. Um, most of us know what carbohydrates are and, you know, how we can get some sources of carbs into the diet tends to be the one that people get the most excited about when they have some grams left over at the end of the day. Um, so carbohydrates provide us energy um, as like their main function. They are also able to store energy. And because of that, um, we can kind of, when we have adequate amounts of carbohydrates, we can spare our protein and fat for other more important things in the body. So especially if you are doing something like CrossFit that's high intensity, carbohydrates are very important for that sort of um, high intensity exercise. But even if you don't do that sort of exercise, carbs still deserve a place in your diet. Um, you don't need to feel like you would have to earn your carbs or cut carbs because you don't do something that is that intense, they still definitely have a place within a well-balanced um, diet and like intake for the day. Um, so while most of our carbo carbohydrates turn into glucose, uh, we also get things like dietary fiber from carbs. Um, you guys have probably heard fiber be tossed around before. So two types of fiber here, soluble attract water. So you would find that sort of fiber in things like oats and nuts, and that can help us decrease our cholesterol. And then we have insoluble fiber, um, which you would find in things like wheat and root vegetables. And that is gonna help keep us full and also help you know, move things through our GI system and just boost our gut health overall. So definitely carbs still providing us with a lot of benefit, um, which is why, you know, when you cut out a total food group, like if you were to do something like keto or, you know, whatever, and cut out an entire group of macros, you then, you know, lose the benefits that that group provides you with. Your best and most simple sources of carbohydrates are always going to come from fruits and vegetables, but beyond that, things like potatoes, rice, whole grains, um, there's, you know, a whole bunch of different ones out there, but obviously staying away from the carbs that have like added sugars in them are going to provide you with the most optimal sources of carbs. Do things like you know, candy and cookies have a place in your diet? Yes, but 
Is that what we want to be our main source of carbohydrates? Of course not. Um, so make sure that you are incorporating some of those, you know, more um, natural forms of carbohydrates and not just all of the sugary fun stuff. So last up here, we have fats. This is another macronutrient that has at times been forbidden from people's diets, just like how keto kind of boasts a high fat, low carb diet. Um, there have been uh, times where people were very into low fat diets and all of the food labels claimed that things were low fat or no trans fat and things like that. But just like the other two macronutrients, fat has a place within everybody's diet and is a part of a well-balanced nutrition intake for the day. So fats do things like provide us with energy, um, produce hormones. They are a part of the formation of cell membranes, provide nervous system support, and produce, um, or sorry, provide essential fatty acids that we can't make. So fats are definitely an important piece here. Probably next to protein, I would say fat is most important and then carbs kind of come into play last. Um, so we definitely want to have a good balance of fats within our diet. So too much fat um, can kind of cause some GI distress. But like if you think about, I always use the example, if you think about trying to wash peanut butter off of a spoon, it's not always the easiest task that can kind of happen in a similar fashion in our, um, you know, intestines. Fats can kind of like stick in there solid. Um, but obviously, if we have too little fat, they're not performing, you know, their proper job in the body. So definitely another one of those things that is worth figuring out and tracking um, to make sure that you are taking in the right amount. Um, and then another important part about fat, I won't go into great detail on this because I don't think it's necessary for like the everyday person, but um, cholesterol, you guys probably hear a lot, like talked about with your doctor or whatever. Um, and some of you guys might not even really know like what that is. So you have LDL cholesterol, which is known as the bad cholesterol, um, and that basically just transport fatty acids into your artery walls, which is what you wouldn't want. But then on the other hand, you have HDL, which is known as your good cholesterol, and that has the ability to remove those fatty acids from artery walls, which is going to contribute to better health. So to wrap up our talk about fats, I'll cover a few things that can help kind of raise that good cholesterol, um, the HDL cholesterol. So being active certainly helps. Um, and again, just like we talked about with carbs and proteins, ensuring that you're choosing good sources of fat for within your diet. So you want to avoid like those packaged snacks, things like like the fake butter, like margarine, um, fried foods, and choose more things like avocados, um, olive oil, nuts, coconut oil. Those are definitely better sources of fat for you. Um, making sure that you're drinking alcohol just in moderation can also be a good way to kind of lower 
I'm sorry, increase some of that good cholesterol. So to wrap this up, um, I encourage you guys, if you haven't ever before, to maybe reach out to a coach and um, you know get some macros for yourself, or you know download my fitness pal and have a coach look it over, um, just to get a sense of kind of what you're taking in during the day. Um, you don't have to be an athlete. You don't have to want to lose weight. Um, do tracking your macros can you know just make your everyday better in the sense of you feel really great, you sleep better, you have more energy. Um, there's no real like prerequisite to needing to do something like this and to take care of yourself and proper practice good nutrition. Um, so definitely if you have any more questions about it, please feel free to reach out. And I hope that you guys learned something from this uh, second episode.